Howdy, folks. It is Monday, March 21st. I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, James Bond, Rocky Balboa, Inspector Clouseau. Perhaps you've heard of him. Perhaps you've seen him on the big screen. Well, very soon you'll see him right next to the toilet paper in your shopping cart on Amazon.com. The company's multi-billion dollar deal for MGM is going through and we are going to discuss what that means. But before we get into that, as always, here are a few things you should know. Let's get crackalacking. There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. So first things first, if you are not aware, we are currently in the midst of March Madness. March Madness is all about upsets. Your team wins, great. Maybe they upset another team. Your bracket gets busted on day one. You become upset. It's all about upsets. Now, one of the most interesting upsets of the tournament thus far is what's now recognized as the largest financial upset in recorded March Madness history. The number 15-seeded St. Peter's Peacocks last week beat the number 2-seeded Kentucky Wildcats 85-79 in an overtime thriller. And here's where things get nice and juicy. Kentucky has about 32,000 students. St. Peter's, approximately 2,300. Kentucky has won eight NCAA championships. St. Peter's had never won an NCAA tournament game before Thursday. Kentucky's basketball budget is $18.3 million. St. Peter's, $1.6 million. Kentucky head coach has an $8.5 million base salary. St. Peter's made $266,000 in 2019. What's cooler? In the second round, St. Peter's won in another upset against Murray State. Watched the game with my friends, and it was sick. I'll say that, and I predict a documentary about it will be made sometime in the next year. All right, moving on. There have been many shortages over the last couple of years. We reported deeply on the great cream cheese shortage of 2021 a few months back, where we were basically at the point where cream cheese was being traded on the black market. But another shortage I've personally felt a lot recently is that of coins. You may have noticed if you deal with coins, perhaps behind a register or like myself, if you need them to do laundry, they are really hard to come by right now. So we looked into it and what we discovered is this. According to the Federal Reserve, business closures and retail activity associated with COVID-19 significantly disrupted normal circulation patterns for U.S. coins. Makes sense, right? Now, this slowed pace of circulation reduced available inventories in some areas of the country during 2020. And that's when they created the U.S. Coin Task Force, which sounds almost as cool as the United States Space Force, to address these problems. Now, since mid-June of 2020, the U.S. Mint has been operating at full production capacity. 
In 2020, the Mint produced 14.8 billion coins, which was a 24% increase from 2019. So my question is, now, almost two years later, which first of all, two years is nuts, but second of all, why am I having a hard time getting quarters to do my laundry now? And the answer is that these things take time. Officials insist the shortage that people are still feeling, like myself, is not really a shortage, but more of an imbalance. There are more than enough quarters to go around for everyone, they say, but they just haven't had enough time to make their way around yet. And that's why some businesses like 7-Eleven have given out free Slurpees to anyone who exchanges $5 in coins for a $5 bill. All right, number three, there's a new survey out from The Knot, which found that among newly engaged couples, one in four met online. Of those, three dating apps were most responsible. Tinder, of course, matched 27%. Bumble matched 23%. And Hinge matched 21%. Interestingly, Hinge made just 12% the annual revenue of Tinder. But if you crunch some numbers, you can see that it has more wedding engagements per dollar spent on the platform. And in 2021, Hinge brought in just under $200 million in revenue, while Tinder brought in about $2 billion. Well, like I said, while Tinder matched 27% of these couples, Hinge matched an impressive 21%. Now, Hinge's slogan is that it's designed to be deleted. And it seems to be really good at living up to that based on these numbers. Although I will say, I've been using Hinge and I'm still single as a Pringle. So there's that. Anyways, in other news, Telegram was just banned by the Supreme Court in Brazil after a company says it missed emails from the court because it was checking the wrong email address and therefore never responded. I mean, happens to everyone, right? Also, personal favorite story of the day, Blue Origin's next space flight was pushed back from March 23rd to March 29th, and it appears SNL star and Kanye West arch nemesis Pete Davidson has a schedule that can no longer accommodate his flight to space on that day, and he will not be going in the end. Uh my schedule, by the way, is wide open on that day in case they're still looking. Bezos, have your people call my people and we'll set something up, okay? Speaking of Bezos, let's talk about Amazon buying James Bond and Inspector Clouseau. So Amazon's Hollywood ambitions are nothing new. The company's been working on streaming services since as early as 2006, launched its own studios over a decade ago. But after getting the go-ahead from European Union regulators, the company officially owns a piece of classic Hollywood, MGM Studios. It was an $8.45 billion purchase, and it includes a massive, massive catalog of content. More than 17,000 TV show episodes, including series like The Handmaid's Tale, Fargo, Vikings. It also has over 4,000 films in its catalog, things like Rocky, James Bond, and The Pink Panther, my personal favorite. Amazon, I'm sure, plans to obviously not just offer up this catalog to subscribers to enjoy for their entertainment, but also to utilize these famous franchises to create new films and series and spinoffs and so on and so forth. So why did this happen? As for Amazon, the company is not doing this because they want to compete directly with Netflix or Disney. What Amazon wants is to give you another reason to go onto Amazon, perhaps be intrigued by a good movie or a good TV show, and while you're there, maybe buy another pair of underwear. And as a result, continue paying for Amazon Prime. It's been reported that more U.S. households have Amazon Prime than go to church, and Amazon wants you to keep practicing that religion. Now, in terms of the content, the media world is going through a period of consolidation, where all the IP is either being scooped up back under the wings of its original owners, or it's being acquired. And frankly, from Amazon's view, 
the number of acquisition options was dropping. MGM is one of the remaining major studios with the Gazunta catalog that was also kind of looking for a sale for years. And if you followed Amazon's content strategy, it's really been kind of all over the place. Sure, they've had some decent original series over the years. Shout out to the boys. Solid show. But Amazon knows decent doesn't cut it when you're trying to get people's attention and money. Big, flashy does. And that's why in just the last couple of years, they've spent the better part of a billion dollars on a Lord of the Rings show, 10 billion over 10 years to show you one NFL game a week, and now another 9 billion or so for MGM. As for what's next, analysts have been dreaming of Amazon purchasing AMC, the movie theater chain, for years. And to be honest, there is a world in which theaters fit into Amazon's physical retail play, and Amazon's willingness to take losses could actually make a MoviePass-like monthly theater subscription possible. Plus, imagine how many Prime signups they'll get when free popcorn and drinks are added to subscriber perks. Like, seriously, no pun intended. People would eat that shit up. And bada bing, bada boom, that is it, folks. For more on the Huzzle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web, join 2 million readers and sign up for our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editor, Robert Hartwig, and executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to the Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.